0: All right, you primitive screwheads, listen up. Hello again, and welcome to Primitive Screwheads Talk Horror Movies. And and uh, Andrew, it's a fine day for an exorcism.
1: Appropriate, I like it, I like uh-huh. it.
0: So, uh, just any new listeners out there, or old listeners who might need a refresher, or older listeners who have seen, listened to all six episodes of our podcast. That's right. A whole, Wait, we have six We episodes? have six episodes. That's
1: it. And that, that one hidden one that nobody
0: ever saw. That's right. That one hidden one where... What, what movie did we interview at that time? Or what movie did we watch?
1: Yep. Alien Covenant.
0: Oh, yeah. I thought you were doing a bit, but no, that was an actual thing that we did. All right. Yeah, we got... <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, yeah, let's mess with the viewer, let's talk about that super secret hidden one where, um, you know, it it was, uh, I don't know, God, what's 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 like a holy grail hidden movie, like some movie that was lost in the 20s that was never seen? Like, wasn't there a version of the Phantom of the Opera that was lost forever? Uh, Maybe, I'm not sure about that I think so, yeah Anyway
1: Maybe, you know, know, we have We have the original director's cut Of Justice League With Zack Snyder's cut Oh,
0: that's right Yes, we do have that That's that's elusive, that's elusive And then we do have The secret suicide squad cut as well Before the executives started meddling With all of that right there And we have Yeah, I don't know I can't run with this joke anymore We've we've, we've beaten it Josh
1: Trank's original Fantastic Four Yes
0: Okay, so there is a little bit of leeway With this joke right here (laughs) <laughs> oh, yeah. Josh Trank. I did love Chronicle. Chronicle was a good one, but...
1: Yeah, well, I kind of feel like Josh Trank, not to be offensive, he's kind of like... And Josh Trank and Dean DeHaan, like, they were both great. Like, they did a great job with that movie. Mm-hmm. But I haven't seen them anything since then that I really liked.
0: Yeah, them. same here. Well, Josh Trank hasn't done anything except Fantastic Four since then.
1: Oh, really? What, what he? Weren't they, they going to give him, like, a a Star Wars trilogy and then that movie came out and they're like, fuck that? Nope, nothing. not
0: happening. Uh, Let's see. He... <laughs> Has a movie in post-production called Fonzo, which is a crime film. And Tom Hardy is the—oh, it's an Al Capone film. Interesting. Oh. All right, cool. All right, well, that'll be interesting. We'll see about that. But, yeah, they're not giving him any big budget movies anymore.
1: Oh, but, yeah. He was totally supposed to have a, a Star Wars uh, trilogy uh, <laughs> and got taken out by. Yeah, that's that. Oh, that's great. Sorry, sorry, buddy. Oh,
0: yeah. Poor Josh Trank. I just remember I always liked his Twitter because he had a, um icon from Sui Coden too. And I just... I love that game. Oh. So.
1: Wait. Did you hear the good news that um, <clears throat> they reinstated um, James Gunn for uh, Guardians 3? Oh,
0: yes. Absolutely. And the... Dude, I, w- mm-hmm.
1: I would love to be there to see that conversation. Uh-huh.
0: <laughs> no, because he's doing Suicide Squad 2, where the Suicide Squad reboot as it is. And yeah. so they also have the... Uh, yeah, uh, Guardians 3. So... Everything's looking up? All right. Yeah. So, uh horror movies. Horror <laughs> That's movies. our yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. So, obviously, we are two nerds. What you just saw right there is a snippet of our normal conversation, just going back and forth. We're two friends who met over in South Korea teaching ESL. Uh We bonded over our shared love of horror movies, and we meet weekly, and we're still keeping up with that schedule, to discuss just random horror movies that we were seeing, and just kind of give a deep dive analysis, or just... Generally to talk about it, and, you know, hopefully entertain you guys. Uh, this is our seventh episode, and in the spirit of St. Patrick's Day, we are going to talk about the 1993 comedy horror, and I'm going to put emphasis on the comedy on this one, *Leprechaun*. Yeah. Now, my first exposure to this movie was from *Wayne's World* where Wayne Thrill 2, where they had that little skit where Wayne was talking about it, and he put the flashlight under his face and kept going, I'm the leprechaun! And then Garth is really, really, really freaked out about that, and then they just go back and forth. Uh, So that was my exposure to it. I had never seen a single film in the series, although I have heard of the cinematic universe it has spawned, um, which, let's run through it real quick. Let's see what the zeitgeist has created created. So we've got Leprechaun, Leprechaun Mm 2, a year later, Leprechaun 3, two years later. Then we have Leprechaun 4 in space. And classic. Then we go back down to Leprechaun in the Hood, which was um, I believe it won a few Oscars, so they decided to go ahead and do it again for Leprechaun Back to the Hood. um, Spelled B-A-C-K number two T H A Hood. And then they decided that the cinematic universe was just getting too complex and too top-heavy for its own good, so they rebooted it with Leprechaun Origins, or was that a prequel?
1: Um, so that, that is a kind of a, a reboot, it kind of gets rid of all the other canon, like, uh, it's no longer like a, it's no longer a Warwick Davis-like character, it's no longer like a little person, mm-hmm. it's literally like, like a, some kind of like Descent-like creature that runs
0: around. Interesting. So it has nothing to do with leprechauns whatsoever.
1: Uh, no, there are leprechauns. Okay. That's, what, that's what they call the leprechauns.
0: Uh-huh. Um, but uh, it's bad. Okay, cool. It's very bad. And then there's also Leprechaun Returns, which was released this year, and I have not seen that one either. In fact...
1: I bought that on release day when it came out in Voodoo.
0: And how was that? Um,
1: you, re- you really, uh, you really um, miss Warwick Davis, uh-huh. uh, but it's like it's campy. It's like, it knows what it is. It's not very good, but it knows what it
0: is. Okay, cool. All right, so we're going to be starting talking about this today. Um, Before we get started, though, I'd just like to give a thank you to our opening song. Um, It is Horror Movie Story by the band Teddy's Atlas. They come off the album Children of the Corn. You know, I've been putting their thanks at the end of every episode, but then I figured, you know what, we should put it at the beginning because they let us use their stuff, and it's cool, and they released a new EP the other week, and it wasn't half bad, so I appreciate it, guys. You're good, good Canadian boys.
1: All right, cool. It's a great song. All
0: right, cool. So once again, um, I have never seen this movie before. I've never seen this series before. You've seen all of them. So it's interesting to kind of talk about our different perspectives on this going into it. Um, But let's just give a little background information about this movie right here. So released in 1993. Reviews were terrible. Um, Completely bombed at the box office. Came out Mm -hmm. two days after my birthday, interestingly enough. Oh, look at that. Yeah. And um, the big star power in this one is obviously Warwick Davis, obviously, uh-huh. who is the titular leprechaun. Um, he was the main character in Willow. He's done a couple Star Wars um, characters back and forth. Um, I really liked him. I really liked him in Willow. I thought he did a great job as his character. And he was, uh, no. No. What? He was Marvin the Paranoid Robot. He didn't voice it, obviously. That was Alan Rickman. But in Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, that's what IMDb oh, is Oh, really? Saying. Was he in there? Oh, he was also Flitwick in Harry Potter. I knew about that. Oh, okay. I, I remember that. Yeah. No, I didn't realize that was him. All right. Cool. Yeah, it says Marvin, so I guess he must have been inside the uh, suit. Awesome. Huh. Cool, cool, cool. All righty. Learning things every day. So, also, we have a lesser-known actress... Um and uh, her name is Jennifer Aniston. And this was her very, very, very first film um, that she ever got started on. And she plays our main character in this one right here. So, overall, Andrew, mm-hmm. what did you think of Leprechaun?
1: I kind of love it. I, I think it's like a great, hokey, ridiculous movie. Um, I don't know. I, I forced my roommate to watch it with me this year the time when I watched it. Um, just because I thought it was a great movie. I thought he had not seen mm-hmm. it. Like, I used to watch these movies all the time. They are always on, like, the sci-fi channel mm-hmm. when I was younger, and I would watch them all um, just any time they were on. Yeah. Like, I, I just love the hokeyness of it. Like, watching it this time, though, again, I didn't realize just... For some reason, I always thought there's more of an element of horror to it than there actually was. <laughs> yes. Um, but no, it does not. It doesn't even try, really.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's kind of what I started out with right there, like, emphasis on, like, comedy. Like, there was... I was expecting, you know, at least a few really, really cool-looking kills or something like that, but they're really... Besides the pogo stick death, there really wasn't too much creative about this um, in terms of the death scene. So that was a little bit disappointing to me. But anyway. Yeah. Um, well,
1: you should watch the, the sequels, though. There's some, uh, they get ridiculous. Awesome. The deaths, the deaths become ridiculous. Awesome. In films.
0: Awesome. Awesome. Well, that'll be our special secret episode as we move on. Uh, <laughs> or it could just be a yearly tradition. You know, this podcast is um, going strong six years later. We can go ahead and we could do an annual St. Patrick's Day Leprechaun sequel a
1: I like it, I like yeah, it. Yeah,
0: that's good too. So we um yeah, nineteen ninety three, Leprechaun. Um, my opinion, it's I liked it. I definitely like the hokiness of it. I felt I mean it's a bad movie. Like Whoa, whoa. Like objectively, it's a bad movie. Like the acting is terrible, Warwick mm-hmm. Davis it it is all and that's that's adorable. The plot makes, you know, crazy amount of no sense, but it's entertaining, definitely. Um, I didn't hate it. I didn't love it either. It's definitely, I think you hit the nail on the head when you said it's one of those late night sci-fi movies, sci-fi channel movies, where they come on in and they're just like, okay, well, you know, what cheap movie can we get the rights to to air at 2 a.m. on our channel? And Leprechaun's one of them. So, that's my opinion on that one right there. I like this um, overall, but uh, we'll kind of dive deeper into our apparently contrasting opinions on this later on. So whoa, whoa. Yeah. All right. Okay. Cool. All right. So uh, why don't you start us off about how this movie starts off?
1: All right, cool. So, uh, so this movie kind of starts off um, with a little, uh, like a vignette. I don't know what you call this thing, but basically we just get the leprechaun kind of walking down these weird like set of stairs which kind of always reminded me of like the stairs in lion king Mm -hmm. like the be prepared song yeah they kind of come down and he has and like the first thing i noticed when i saw this was his fucking hat has so much like glitter on it (laughs) like for this like i don't know this like ancient creature he has this like glittery ass hat Uh and these really like shiny purple pants yeah like maybe pink pants kind of hard to tell Mm -hmm. um and he gives us this little riddle he's like "Uh, try as they will try as they might for he who steals my gold won't live through the night yeah and i like how this is just kind of you know, tossing this out there, like, you know, warning to himself while he's down in this little cave. <laughs> um, and we get some great, like, 90s kids music playing. Mm-hmm. Um, and we kind of cut to this Irish guy kind of uh, driving up uh, and pulling up in his uh, big truck to this small little shanty uh, kind of place. Mm-hmm. And he uh, downs ball bottle of Jameson, and Jameson. Uh, because we, we got to know new- he's
0: Irish, right? We got to put the Jameson in there. Oh, yeah.
1: Would, would you understand them? of course, he has the most Irish name ever, uh-huh. Mr. O'Grady. Yes. Um, and he does um, river
0: dance the whole time. Um yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, it, it's really, it really took me out of the movie when he was just river dancing up the steps of the porch. But, I mean, I, I guess that's how they do it in Ireland. So, I have no yeah. Irish friends. I can't tell. <laughs> no, no, no that's, that,
1: that, that's exactly what I assume everyone's like. Um, but we we learn that, apparently, uh, his wife comes out and is, he's, he's wearing this really nice suit and he pulls up a limo, having a grand old time, drinking like a fiend. Um and he's like, "Yo, wife, I got a bunch of money. Let's get out of here." Um, and his yeah. wife's like, "Yo, I thought you were like going to, you know, bury your mother's ashes. Why'd you come back with the uh, the fucking urn?" Uh, and he uh, opens the urn to reveal that he has a bunch of gold. And he's like, "Hey, I uh, found this leprechaun guy. Caught him. Made him show me where his gold is. And you know, them the rules. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure he, he like legitimately says it's the rules. Yeah, like Which, like he knows what. Where he... are the rules?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, I guess it's kind of like what's made engraved to him, uh, engraved into." Yeah. Him him just through Irish culture growing up you know we all know the story it's a leprechaun you find their pot of gold at the end of the rainbow but it disappears you know once you steal it which i guess this movie does not abide by those rules well instead of disappearing the leprechaun comes and tries to fucking kill you so you know that's a little adaptation i don't know and may the culture may have changed over time but yeah that's what we got right there all right, hmm. so he gets his little pot of gold. Uh, how is Wifey about this one? Does, is wifey, does wifey enjoy oh. the fact that he's got all this gold?
1: Oh, no, she doesn't trust him. Uh-huh. She's like, what's going on here? Yeah, she, she, She's suspicious, mad suspicious. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. So we got that right there. Um, and they go back inside, and then Wife is just like, oh, I can't believe my husband is so crazy about that. When, all of a sudden, our leprechaun comes into the picture there's a suitcase mm. in the living room and the wife hears a child trapped inside and we get to see one of the leprechaun's powers which is he can manipulate his voice to whatever it is which is not a real leprechaun fine i don't think I believe so mm. uh, you know maybe maybe it's a thing i don't know i mean i would assume no matter what voice they do there'd have to be an irish accent on there but uh, That's i true. guess That's not true. So, uh, she opens up the briefcase, Leprechaun pops out, and we get our first, well, second, aside from the cold open, uh, glimpse of Warwick Davis, who absolutely kills him in this role. Like, he is incredible in this role. Um, it, It really does seem like he just showed up to set every single day, and he just enjoyed the hell out of what he did. He's... The way he presents himself, the way he moves, his mannerisms, the way his tone of voice, the way he just cracks jokes at everything—like he is enjoying the hell out of it. Both the Leprechaun and the actor, as well. Um, yeah, and he's definitely the highlight of this movie because they're really—he's—he's he's, he's really, really, really good in this one, right there. So, uh, what happens to Wifey?
1: So it's kind of weird because he basically just—he uh, just kind of walks towards her, uh-huh. and she like freaks out and falls down a thing of stairs. Yeah. yeah. And, like, I, I always thought, like, at a, I always thought like this kind of, uh, you know, opening, you show our villain, and all he does is kind of awkwardly <laughs> waddle towards the uh, the old lady, and she falls down the stairs. And uh-huh. we get this great, after she breaks her neck, we get this great pan up to the menacing kind of silhouette of him.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Which makes me think that this film was kind of, the editor didn't quite know what was going on, because, like, we already got a full body shot of him, like, multiple times. Mm-hmm. But then they do this weird, like, leering, half-shadowed figure of him. <laughs> As if, like, this was our first reveal of who he was. Mm -hmm.
0: It's like, no, we know you're a dick. We know that uh, you you literally said in the cold open that you are going to literally murder anyone who steals his gold. So, like, we know. (laughs) We know. And doesn't he make a quip about, like, watching her step or something like that?
1: Yeah, I forget what that is. Uh I forget what he says. He he makes so many quips. That's all he does. He just makes quips. It just keeps going over and over
0: again. Um, So, husband comes back, Mr. O'Grady, and he comes on in, and O'Grady knows exactly what's going on. He knows leprechauns out, leprechauns back, and leprechauns attacking his wife. So, what does O'Grady do?
1: Well, he shoots him. Sounds about right. (laughs) Yep. He shoots him. Uh He shoots him, and then... And we, uh, as he gets shot, we learn that Leprechaun kind of, like, warns him, like, yo, bro, don't worry, I'll be back. Like, it doesn't, you know, it won't take very long. Mm -hmm. So uh, we get this great scene where O'Grady lifts up Warwick Davis Mm -hmm. and, like, tosses him in a box. (laughs) Uh, Just a random
0: crate in the basement.
1: (laughs) Yeah, he nails it down. Uh Meanwhile, like, you still hear, like, Warwick Davis complaining the entire time, even though he's still technically dead at this point. Yeah, Um, Like, I guess his consciousness keeps yelling at him. Uh And he uh, whips out a full reef clover out of his pocket. and puts it on top of the box. Mm -hmm.
0: And at this point, the movie establishes that four-leaf clovers are leprechauns, kryptonites. Um, Which, four-leaf clover brings more luck, and the leprechaun's whole thing is that he generates luck. So I guess it's some sort of luck paradox, where they both kind of suck each other into a luck black hole, possibly. Um, Once again, I don't think that's quite canon to the way Irish people were told growing up, but hey, I'm only half Irish, so... I've I've never heard of that.
1: <laughs> May they hide the stories from us? so We won't know when the leprechaun's attack.
0: That's true. Just like in South Korea, the whole country is underground, and we have to make promise not to tell anyone. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, it's a good thing we don't have many listeners. So. <laughs> So we got that right there, and uh, Mr. O'Grady um, traps him in the box, put the 4 leaf clover on top of it, and then he decides to go upstairs to light the entire house on fire to destroy the leprechaun, because at this point, he's going for broke. He doesn't care anymore. Um, his wife's dead. He's got his pot of gold. He'll be fine. So he goes on up, and there's this really awkward scene where he tries to light a match, and then is it a heart attack? Is it chest pains? Is it a bad case? I think kiss? it's
1: a heart attack. I think it's supposed to be that he's overexerting himself when he gets a heart
0: attack. Yeah, I mean, he's an old Irish guy who is obviously an alcoholic. Yay, stereotypes. And <laughs> he collapses to the floor as the match goes out, and he is not able to um, light the house on fire. So the leprechaun remains trapped in the crate for quite some time. Ten
1: years to be exact. Yeah,
0: ten years to be exact. Now, this crate right there, it's established that the Leprechaun does have powers. Like, Mm -hmm. there's a scene later on in the movie where he just breaks right through a fence, um, you know, Roadrunner style. Couldn't he have just knocked out a side of the crate? Like, I understand he couldn't uh, knock out the top of the crate, but, I mean, there weren't four-leaf clovers to the side.
1: You know, I think think just a four-leaf clover on top of it makes the crate sacred.
0: Okay, good to know. Maybe.
1: Because the nails, you know, the iron nails are in it. Uh-huh. I think there's something about, like, iron. I don't know. And one of the later movies, at least, they talk about iron being an issue with him.
0: Oh, interesting. Maybe
1: maybe that's the thing. So there's but, another like,
0: layer to this leprechaun lore. Good to know. Oh,
1: of course there uh-huh. is. Uh But I do wonder. So we cut to 10 years later. Yeah. And I just think to myself, that clover has to have decayed by then. <laughs> like, also, someone must have found that box at some point, right? Like, yeah. Come on. Mm-hmm. Come
0: on. Well, I mean, it is North Dakota uh, where this takes place in. And, and I love the. Um, early 90s four leaf clover song that's playing i don't i should have looked it up exactly what it is but the lyrics are all about getting lucky and finding the clover and going back to the homeland but it's in this um very um spin sisters or spin doctors kind of um tone and it's very early 90s very much dating the movie at this point where we're introduced to our two well no one main character and her dad um Mm jennifer aniston and who is tori and her dad which who is the dad what's the dad's name not Ozzie. all have my notes just call her jennifer I never going attention to her name come on murphy come on murphy no not murphy jd i'm just gonna call him dad because i don't want to associate him with scrubs so call him zach braff we can call him zach braff um let's okay. do that so we've got Jennifer Aniston uh, as Tori, who is a spoiled '90s debutante teenage girl. Um, yeah,
1: how old is she? Is she is she a teenager? Like I couldn't fucking tell. how old is she? Listen, that to. was
0: literally the next comment I was going to make. Yeah, like she acts as a teenager. She's really, really. She dresses like a teenager. She's really into her cell phone. No, not cell phone. Portable. They call it a portable, portable in this obviously. movie because it's set in 1993. No, I really do think they were going for a teenager um, angle on this one. I don't know how old she was during this movie and I don't feel like doing the math right now but she was definitely, Jennifer was definitely not a teenager at this time.
1: Um, Let's see. She was born in 1969 mm-hmm. and this came out in 1993. So if I math correctly, and I'm not going to, um, she was a 70 of so she was 22?
0: Twenty-four. Twenty-four, right. Yes, uh-huh. All right, And so it was she's... probably filmed before then, so she was probably, you know, 22, 23-ish, so. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. okay. All right, well, not that long, but still, she doesn't look the part. Um, no. And her character kind of goes through a lark of this movie. Not 100%, but it kind of does, too. Um, anyway, so her big drive right there is she's really disappointed that North Dakota is not New Mexico. In fact, there's a joke in there where she says something about the desert and like, oh, I expected it to be a little bit more dry and the dad says, it's not New Mexico, it's North Dakota. Like, did she honestly think they were going to New Mexico? Like, those are very I, different. I tell. Those are very, very different parts of the country there, Jennifer. Um, could you be any more uh, geography challenged? I don't know.
1: See, uh-huh. I'm not going to lie. In my notes, I wrote down, are they in New Mexico question mark? I don't know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, no, dad specifically says it's North Dakota, so. Okay. Uh, um, yeah, Tori and the dad move into a new house, which is a dump, which is also a leprechaun house. Uh, how, does Tori, how does Tori fear about this new home?
1: Uh, she says that she hates this hick house, uh-huh. and she wants to go to a place where there are malls and hotels. <laughs> and her father is that, you know, living that kind of, like, that life of, like, you know, I don't think money's all you need. And he's trying to teach her that life lesson. Mm-hmm. Um, so she runs away uh after kind of seeing the house and seeing the condition it's in and uh bumps into our uh, male lead i suppose is what you call him
0: mm-hmm. uh
1: the guy who to this day if you asked me who was in this movie i would say it's obviously kevin bacon <laughs> but it's not <laughs> i didn't even tell my roommate i'm like oh there's jennifer anson and kevin bacon in it and we watch it and we're like nope
0: that's not kevin bacon <laughs>
1: that's not kevin nope bacon. that's
0: tremors Ooh, we should do tremors anyway Ooh, we should um yeah so uh tell me a little bit about nathan
1: uh nathan's for you mm-hmm. and uh <laughs> he is a painter um part of the three guys who paint uh classic team um and he much like the father uh you know lives this kind of more desires this more simple life uh when she bumps into him she tries to give him money and he basically makes fun of her uh-huh. uh just saying all you have to do is say sorry you don't have to try to give me money <laughs> um and there's this great awkward scene um because uh, she is the kind of afraid of a spider that she sees. Mm-hmm. And she has this great, like, I don't know what you call this word. But she's like, listen, bud, this is the 90s. Women are equal.
0: Yeah. Okay. <laughs> he, so we got our one feminist moment in the entire movie.
1: It, it was great. Uh, I mean, like, it came out of nowhere. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, he's like, I don't know how many guys are afraid of houses. So uh, and it's like, great, great, a great uh, banter. And then after this, they're into each other. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's, mm-hmm. that's how they establish their love.
0: Yeah. And that's how Tori decides she wants to stay. Yeah. Um, because she really, really wants to get into Nathan's pants. So, that's that. The
1: dad even relents. The dad's like, all right, let's go home. She's like, no, no, it's cool, I'm here.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's fine, it's fine. You know, let me just ban this guy, and we'll be all set there. And then we also meet our other two contract workers, which are two of my other favorite characters in this movie. um, Alex and Ozzy. And out of Alex and Ozzy, which one do you think would is... I don't know. I started that thought and I really didn't finish it. Describe Alec and for me. All
1: right. Well, fucking Alex is an asshole. (laughs) I, I hate this kid. This kid, this kid pisses me off every step, every fucking thing he says. I feel like he's supposed to be this charming little like kid, like, um, Corey Feldman or something like that. Uh And like, in like, uh, like, uh, what's that movie? Like Friday 13th or something. Mm -hmm. But I hated him. I wanted him to die. He was an (laughs) asshole. Um, (laughs) So we have, we, have, we have Alex, this kind of kid, whose big whole joke is that he's kind of more mature mm-hmm. and, like, has this kind of lingo about him that makes him seem kind of like a professional. Yeah, and um, one of his opening
0: his lines party. is saying, you know, hey, I think I could go for a beer. Um, you know, yeah. it's a 10-year-old kid. It's just like, ha-ha, played up for laughs.
1: But well, continue. at one point, the dad asks, like, hey, can I help you guys out? And he's like, no, man, sorry, with our liability and insurance, we can't actually have anybody else work with us. <laughs> and, it's, and it's like, it's a, it's, it's a funny little shtick. But then like this kid is just the most, like the biggest dick on earth. Uh-huh. Um, and then we have Ozzy, who's kind of an older guy um, who we're told has some kind of disability um, and who Alex does not relent on telling him that he has a disability <laughs> often um, and talking about fixing his brain and yes. like, like, which I, again, I think that's supposed to be emotional, like an emotional heart to the story, uh-huh. but no, it makes him hate this kid even more.
0: Well, we'll come back to that later about his whole quote unquote disability but yeah, Ozzy is our Lenny of the story. Um, he is yeah. the, you know, gentle, dim-witted giant who is always causing trouble, but he's got a good heart about it. Mm-hmm. So, that's that.
1: And Alex has to pick on them.
0: Yeah, and Alex picks on them all the goddamn time. Yep. Um, so... At this point, um, Ozzy goes into the basement for reasons. I don't exactly remember why he's down there. Paint, maybe? Uh, probably paint, yeah. Looking around in the basement... Uh, he hears the leprechauns cry for help, and he mistakes them for a little child, which, you know, that's what Mrs. O'Grady did at the beginning of the movie. It's not really his fault. It's the fact that the leprechaun is really good at manipulating people. And once again, 10 years no one was down there. I mean, I know it is rural North Dakota, and there's nothing out there, but I don't know. Mhm.
1: not that little weird.
0: Yeah. So he brushes the four-leaf clover off the crates, and Leprechaun, Mr. Work Davis, is free. And he decides to come on over and intimidate Ozzy a little bit by talking about biting off his ear, looking for his gold. Um, And then we kind of get into this whole big thing where Ozzy comes on out and says, Hey, guys, there's a Leprechaun. I freed a Leprechaun. Leprechaun's going to kill me. He's looking for his gold. Ah, let's all go down and check it out and, you know, figure all that out. And, of course, none of them believe him. Um, You know, Nathan says, Come on, Ozzy. Alex is a dick to him. Uh, I don't yep. remember exactly what Alex says.
1: He says, like, he's like yeah, I don't believe you. You're, you're being an idiot, basically.
0: Yeah. It's just like, dude, dude, Alex, whatever. So we go on down, and eventually Nathan and Tori says, okay, let's go check it out. And Nathan grabs the stick. And that was one of my moments where I unintentionally laughed out loud because Tori, uh, Ozzy was just like, okay, be careful. And then Nathan just grabs this big stick and says, ah, don't worry, I'm protective. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little stick, and it's just, ugh. So they go on down, there's this scene where they kind of wander around, and there's a little bit of a jump scare when they see a rat, but no leprechaun. Mr. Warwick Davis has escaped. So, then we keep on going down over where they're still working on the house. They're still flipping it over. And Ozzy sees himself a rainbow. Um, And why don't you continue with this scene?
1: Oh, yeah. So, uh, Ozzy sees a rainbow. And, you know, again, it's like, oh, look, there's probably the leprechaun. Uh His gold's probably there. And nobody wants to go with him. But Alex is like, all right, fuck it, let's go.
0: Now, isn't Ozzy terrified the leprechaun at this point? Like leprechaun jumped on him. Leprechaun was terrifying. Leprechaun tried to bite his ear off. Like I think he had, I
1: think he had kind of a mix of like, you know, childlike wonder, but maybe maybe he's also thinking, if I give the guy back his gold, he'll leave me alone. I can
0: it's, see that. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: But uh, yeah, that's good. That's a good point. Yeah, I thought that was kind of weird too. I thought he's gonna like, oh shit, it's a it's a rainbow, get out of here or something. Mm-hmm. But yeah, he goes towards it. You know, come mm-hmm. like off to a flame. And
0: then Alex um, just doesn't give a shit. So.
1: He comes along. Uh-huh. Yeah. And they end up finding it in the back of a car. hmm And it kinda like magically appears there, which I didn't quite get. Like, did you see that the bag just kinda magically like appear, appears?
0: Yes. Uh huh.
1: I didn't I didn't quite like was it hidden and when they got to it, like it decided they were pure of heart and uh-huh. appeared to them? Like what, what made it appear?
0: My question is why is this leprechaun losing his gold all the goddamn time?
1: Well he got it stolen from
0: him. That's yeah, it. but I mean how did the bag get inside the car. I mean, O'Grady. That, that's where O'Malley
1: hit it. O'Grady hit it. Yeah,
0: yeah. So that's where he hit it. It's... All right. Anyway, continue. Ha,
1: uh-huh. ha. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but anyway, um, yeah. Uh, so we go and we uh, they find it and Alex is like, "Oh man, sick! I can buy a comics every week. This is great." Um, mm-hmm. And no, sorry, that's what Ozzy says. And Alex is like, "No, man, we can get you brain surgery so you're no longer stupid," which again. Asshole. Yes. Like I'm sorry. I, I know that's supposed to be like some like kind of like look at he's so pure of heart. But no, this kid's fucking using this as a lie to get this fucking gold. He doesn't give a shit about Ozzy.
0: Yes, and minor spoilers for the later of the movie, but yeah, Alex does admit. He's just like, yeah, you know, I know there's no surgery that can cure him, but I'm telling him this to give him hope for the future. And it's just like, dude, you're not doing him any favors. You know, he's got to know exactly what he is so he can deal with it. You know, lying to him about what he is, especially when he can't fully comprehend or understand it. Dude, Alex, Dick.
1: Uh-huh. Also, fucking no! I don't even believe that. When he told, we told fucking Nathan that. I was mm-hmm. like, "No, bitch, you're just saying that to save your ass." <laughs> yeah, you didn't like. Don't, don't, don't say that. Like, you didn't uh-huh. either. You didn't know that was a thing, or you just didn't care. Yeah. Like, now, I, Alex is the worst. I
0: <laughs> really do think um, in an alternate ending, they do keep the leprechaun gold and they do buy the surgery for him. And the entire epilogue is just this Flowers of Alderman thing for Ozzy, um, <laughs> where he just learns to be smart and then realizes the futility of being smart and realizes he was better blissful and ignorant. And he goes ahead and they lay flowers out for that rat they found in the basement. So anyway, sure, yeah. Um, <laughs> So yeah, they decide to go on in um, and fight over it. They're really, really excited about it. And Ozzie does what Ozzie does, and what happens to that gold piece that Ozzy has? He eats it. How?
1: So he goes to bite it to prove that it is real, <laughs> and in the process swallows it.
0: And I'm blaming that on Alex. I don't know how. Yeah, I'm Alex. blaming it on that on Alex. I
1: everything's I, Alex's fault.
0: Everything is fucking Alex's fault. So yeah. <laughs> So, uh, plot points yes, Ozzy does have a piece of gold in his pocket, or in his stomach, um, which is not digesting and just kind of staying in there for the while. So, we've got that right there. And then we cut back to Tori and Michael painting. Um, and this is our ghost pottery scene, except. With That's exactly what I wrote down. Except if it's sort of pottery, it's painting. You know, they're, they're watching the brush strokes together, and he's talking about the most correct way to paint the house and mm-hmm. it's not even good painting like no nope, it's so bad
1: <laughs> they, they did such a bad job
0: they're going at like a diagonal angle and it's not you know doubling up on the layers and oh god like what the,
1: and it, it's this glaring red too what the fuck are you painting yes. like like there's there's, like, there's some weird like bright blue there's red there's like white like what what is this house gonna look like <laughs> It's going to look like a the barn. Woods. That's
0: what it's going to look like.
1: Like, Jesus. Like, uh-huh. re, like, you're in a fucking, like, dusty, wooded area. Like, what yes. are you doing?
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, Tori and Michael are getting the hats for each other. And so we got that right there. Um, at one point, Michael says the quote, you just, oh, no, uh, Tori says the uh, quote. Michael says, hey, could you go ahead and get that pan of cake from the truck, uh, can a of, can of paint from the truck? And Tori goes, oh, you just watch how a pro gets a can of paint.
1: Well, also, I love it. They're like, we're out of paint. And all, the only red paint you see them do is that one fucking, like, <laughs> like that one fucking slap. Uh-huh. Like, what did you guys do with all the paint?
0: Yes. <laughs> like, what the fuck? <laughs> so, Tori goes on over to the truck. And Michael goes off to the side. Like, it's very clearly he's nowhere around her. Like, even just spatial awareness. It's, dude... <laughs> So Leprechaun comes in under the truck where they got the paints and Leprechaun starts stroking Tori's leg. And Tori loves it. She is just like, oh, Michael, I didn't realize that you felt that way. Oh, please keep doing it. And then she looks behind and Michael is back at the house. So she's just like, oh, shit. What is rubbing my leg? So she freaks out. Leprechaun slashes at her and leaves three bright blood marks right on her um, leg. So (laughs) another great Michael moment at this point is she starts screaming. Everyone rushes over, figures out what's going on. And Corey goes, I thought that was you rubbing my leg, Michael. And Michael goes, and you're okay with it? (laughs) You let me? (laughs) You let me? You'd be okay with that? Oh, okay. Like he's more concerned about getting his dick wet than the fact that someone attacked her. Um,
1: maybe another great line where they're like, are you sure it wasn't an animal? And she's like, I know what it feels like when a man crests my leg. And the father's like, you do?
0: (laughs) Yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah. That was a good one. Um, (laughs) so we go on over and then we start hearing a kitten. Um, obviously it's a leprechaun voice imitating and the dad comes on over and realizes, Hey, that sounds coming from this tree stump. So he reaches his hand all the way inside there. It's the leprechaun. Leprechaun bites his hand. He pulls his hand out. He's got this bloody mangled hand. Um, and they, he deserved it.
1: Yeah. Don't, don't don't, never stick your hand in a fucking hole. Even yeah. if there's a cat, like especially if there's a cat in there. Uh-huh.
0: Yeah, the only Come time on. that's ever worked out is in Silent Hill 2 when you reached your hand inside the hole and you got a can-, can of fruit juice for the stupidest puddle in the entire game. There you go. But I digress. Uh, So at this point, they're just like, all right, animals are attacking, shit's going down, we got to get everyone to the hospital. Um, So they get inside the truck, and all of our people go on over to the hospital. And the leprechaun decides to follow in the most leprechaun-y of ways, which is... A tricycle. A tricycle. Tiny little tricycle, like he's part of the circus, just... Going around in a circle, um, and,
1: and they just fast forward that footage, and it just <laughs> <laughs> flies.
0: <laughs> Moving on over. All right, so Ozzy and Alex, uh, why don't you talk about the pawn shop scene? Because I only Ozzy and Alex at this point. Yeah, you just go right ahead.
1: Oh, yeah, uh-huh. so they get they get to the um they get to the hospital, and basically uh, Nathan and Jennifer and them go inside. They're like we're taking care of the dad. Do you guys yeah. you know go meet us at this place for lunch or you know where the fuck time it is? Yeah. Uh, but Ozzy and, uh, Alex at this point are like, yo, let's go, let's go meet this appraiser and, you know, get, figure out how much this gold's worth. Uh-huh. Uh, so they go to this guy and he's like, hey man, if you guys just let me keep, like, a piece of it overnight, I can figure out how much it costs and I'll get back to you.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, so Ozzy and, uh, Alex leave and you can notice that this guy lives in a fucking basement apparently in, like, the worst set ever. <laughs> um, it's a really bad set. It's like one room that's just, yes. like, apparently, like, it's a basement that has a desk in it.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Um. And this guy goes over to his bureau, like it's like a fucking thing of drawers, and opens up this one giant book that has gold pictures in it. Apparently, <laughs> <laughs> and he's uh he's leafing through that when he hears like I think like a knock at the door or something, or he hears maybe the laughing of the um of the leprechaun. Uh-huh. So he, he's like, all right, let me uh, put this gold in our my little safe here. Uh, uh-huh. So he goes to open up his safe, and uh, out pops uh, Warwick Davis, mm-hmm. and he you know he gives him some uh, sweet <laughs> limericks. I guess is what you call it. Uh-huh. <laughs> Um, and he bites him in the leg, uh-huh. Uh uh-huh, makes him fall over.
0: Yeah, and pawn shop owner is crawling away, just going, what the fuck is this leprechaun? What are you talking about? What are you talking about, gold piece? Oh, you mean this gold piece here? I'll give it back to you. But leprechaun's not satisfied with that. And leprechaun decides to come on over with the most destructive weapon he can think of in this pawn shop, which is a, pogo stick. a pogo stick. Fucking played, pogo
1: stick. He has a great song.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: This old man, he played one. He played pogo on his lung.
0: <laughs> and then just pierces his lung right there. Bam. Look at that. Um, and then also, our leprechaun finds a tiny little car in the pawn shop as well. And he upgrades from his tricycle to his tiny car. What? And this
1: actually. this brought, this. I wrote in my notes. I have a question here for you. Yeah. Is the leprechaun dumb? Or is he just, like, doesn't give a shit about his own rules?
0: I think he just doesn't give a shit about his own rules. Because obviously... I mean, our main characters are pretty dumb, Mm
1: -hmm. but
0: I think he's having fun with the chase. I think that's really what it boils down to. Like, what do you constitute as being dumb in this scene?
1: Well, like, he he comes out, and he's like, okay, so, you know, he falls into the pawn shop. Uh He knows they have the gold.
0: Yeah.
1: They give him this one piece of gold. He's there for that. Mm -hmm. The guy takes one piece of gold. He gives it back to the leprechaun, Mm -hmm. and the leprechaun says... Like never steal a gold from a leprechaun, mm-hmm. and it's like this guy didn't steal gold from you. <laughs> you you saw this transaction. You saw mm-hmm. the guy. Here's the gold. Find mm-hmm. how much it's worth. Okay, he gave the gold back to you when you said it was yours. Mm-hmm. Like anyway. then he murders the guy. Like this guy did everything right. Like uh-huh. come, come on, like leprechaun. If you just want to fuck people up, fuck people up. But don't 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 pretend to be self righteous here. Yeah,
0: I think he is just kind of a chaotic neutral in um, that aspect right there where he is driven by his one singular purpose to have all the gold. Also, the dude was in a crate for 10 years. You know, he's he's probably not all mentally there. I mean, I don't know how that would affect the Leprechaun race, but, you know, I'm willing to cut work Davidson some slack. I don't know about you, but I am. You know,
1: well, like, and we also learn here that at this point, the Leprechaun is, has exactly 100 gold coins. Yes. Like, does every Leprechaun have its own assigned gold that is specific to them? Like, does... Can he get more gold? Could he get a hundred and two? Could he mm-hmm. like, keep a gold ring? Yeah. Like, what? Where does this come from? Like, what, what happens
0: what, if two leprechauns like bump into each other on the street and their bags spill all over? How could they tell which one is how? Which bag of gold is leprechaun one, and which bag is uh, bag of coins is leprechaun two? Like, they all like, look identical.
1: And he mentions that ha- get, having gold gives him power. Is yeah. he have like is a hundred coins one hundred percent of power level? Could
0: uh-huh. he go beyond that?
1: Could he like you know all might go one hundred percent beyond? Like, what? What is? Where is this? Is it isn't. 50% gold if he has 50% <laughs> power? Like, is there isn't, there a, isn't
0: there a line in there, too, um, about being um, the... Uh, da, 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 he's been trapped for 10 years, so he doesn't have all of his powers back just yet. You well, know what? He,
1: I think he, he says he doesn't have his gold, so he doesn't have his powers. He needs Fuck. to have his gold.
0: <laughs> Let's talk about Leprechaun's powers right now. Because okay. we really haven't even talking about that right there. Okay, so Leprechaun's powers, um, he is basically a cartoon... Yep. Um. He at one point smashes through a fence and leaves a wily e. coyote style imprints on the fence. Um. It's ridiculous. He yep. is able to hotwire and get these tiny cards. He likes eating things. He likes biting things. Um. And then he's also got this weird telekinesis ability. Yeah. Uh huh.
1: And he he can teleport sometimes when he yeah. feels like
0: it. Yeah. Whenever he feels like it, he goes back and forth. Like he's basically a cartoon. He is yeah. basically. I, I saw Spider-Verse um, fairly recently, and he reminded me a lot of just Peter Porker, just especially that skateboarding scene <laughs> later on in the movie. Oh, God. It's just like, dude. Yeah. Um, so whether he's fucking with them or he's actually dumb, I think, yeah, it's it's a Jerry from Tom and Jerry. He just enjoys fucking with them. Um, nah. That's what it is. Also, Jerry's an asshole as well. Alex and Jerry are both assholes. There we go. So, Yeah. Alright, so that's our leprechaun. Um, <laughs> we cut on back to Lori, Artori, and Michael in the restaurant waiting for Ozzy and Alex while Dad is in the hospital. And is this the point where the dad is not back in the movie for the rest of the movie? Yeah. Like, he, yeah. He never comes back. I just realized that. Yeah, because yeah, Michael comes back and, I, and Alex. I
1: forgot the dad was in the movie until I watched it. I was like, wait, there's a dad in this? What happens to him?
0: Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit, I just realized that. Okay, so I guess J.D. was just on set for that day, and then he had more stuff to do, like... Gotta get full scrubs. Up, um, Garden State. <laughs> John Satterford, He uh, Okay, so hang on, hang on, hang on. This joke is going to nail. Uh, he was on set for one day, and then he needed to go film Models, Inc. and McGee and Me, oh, which I love also McGee happened and me. in 1993.
1: There we go. He, he was a busy okay. guy.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Oh, he was on Baywatch, too. Huh. Oh. That's got I can crazy. see it. He, he, has
1: that, he, has that, he has that face. I see it.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. Matlock. Yeah. He was on Matlock. the fuck's that? It's a detective show back in the 90s. Oh, all right. okay. well, I only know because Abe Simpson referenced it a lot. All right. So, anyway, uh, they're in the restaurant scene right there, and we have a... We
1: <sighs> have a great awkward scene between him and her... Uh where Aniston is basically like, this town sucks, and I don't eat this shitty food. And uh-huh.
0: I he, want an uh, Evian water. That is one quote she directly says. I want an Evian water.
1: <laughs> and then he just gives her a cup of water, and she's like, Kiss. fuck you.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and this is the other one, too. Like, it's the weird. They make Michael out to be such a chauvinist. Um, Wait, Nathan? Yeah, Nathan. Or, is it Nathan? Yeah. No, it's Michael. Is it Nathan? Nathan. It's Nathan. Totally Nathan. Why do I have Na- Michael in these notes? Whatever. I don't.
1: Stop. You're watching the wrong movie.
0: I I was for that one second. Wait,
1: wait, am I watching the wrong movie? No, his, his name's totally Nathan. I wrote down Nathan like eight times.
0: Uh, yeah, I, I'm looking at Nathan. my notes. Uh, Nathan is also written down like eight times. It's just that one specific instance in the my notes right here where it says Michael.
1: <laughs> is there even let me see? Is a character named Michael? There's not a single Michael. <laughs> wait, nope, not a Michael, single Michael, Michael.
0: Michael, 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 Michael. All right, um, yeah, <laughs> so. Yeah, we got that right there. And then uh, Michael. Fuck you. <laughs> Nathan <laughs> says, yo, Tori, you look a little skinny. You should eat something besides a salad. And then he takes off her shoe after she goes on her whole vegetarian triad um, about, you know, hey, oh, I don't, you know, I don't eat meats because I don't want to hurt those animals, blah, blah, blah. And he literally just reaches down, takes off her shoe without her noticing.
1: Yep, like a pro.
0: Like a pro, and I'm just like, okay, okay. God damn it! I want to keep calling him Michael. <laughs> God damn it, Nathan. Um, so yeah, that's that right there. But we get yeah, it's an awkward scene.
1: Well, I, I kind of like those. These little like where he's like, okay, fine, you don't eat animals, but like you're wearing animal, like mm-hmm. deal with yeah. it. Like it's yeah. kind of a, it was, it's kind of a shitty thing to do, but it was kind of funny for the time. Yeah. I feel like.
0: But where is it? In this place of this movie. We're in a movie about a leprechaun, a killer leprechaun. Like It's
1: also an environmentalist movie. God. <laughs> Leprechauns are green, green earth, green peace.
0: And it's a movie about the uh, dangers of improper house painting.
1: Yeah, there we go. Yeah, that, so many, I mean, that's so what I problems. learned. Uh-huh. So if, he, if she hadn't wasted all that paint, they would have to go back to the car. That would, whole, all those things would never have happened.
0: That's right. That's very much right. <laughs> uh, so at this point, uh, we get our
1: we get our cop suit. suit yeah all right. we got our go cop suit
0: now you go ahead with this one
1: oh. alright so, uh, so we, we, we see uh, our leprechaun driving the toy car that he stole from the uh, pawn mm. shop uh, and he's, he's going really fast and we cut to a literal cop eating a donut in a car um, so clearly <laughs> Deputy Trippett
0: who was, that, I that, love that that's name that's his name Deputy, Deputy Trippit.
1: Like and this, so this guy pulls him over, and for some reason, like like even my roommate was like, "Wait, why is why is the leprechaun pulling over?" Because <laughs> <Like>, <laughs> the leprechaun does. He turns on his light and chases him down, and the uh, leprechaun has is also towing behind him like all these toys and shit <laughs> uh, in his car. Uh-huh. And this this like cop is just a complete asshole. Uh-huh. Like, you don't feel bad for him because like, he is just a complete dick. Uh-huh. Um, and the leprechaun grabs his face and like squeezes it
0: because
1: uh-huh. uh, he's being a dick to him. Yeah, um, and basically the the cop runs away. Um, and the Leprechaun gives chase, uh, and we get this great kind of scene of it, the Evil Dead kind of vision, where you get like the camera kind of, you know, running <laughs> through the woods after him. Uh-huh. And, Do you know
0: uh, how that um, that point of view shot was established? What they did with that?
1: Two two uh, was it a two by four, and then a
0: Yep, and the they put camera the camera on top of it, it, and then you had Sam Raimi and Bruce Campbell just running alongside each other.
1: Yeah, yeah. that's uh-huh. they, they did such great stuff with that movie. It's, oh God, it was uh, great. Awesome. They, they sold the out can- like.
0: All of the red dye and cough syrup in like the tri-state area—it was insane—or the tri-county area. Wait, have, anyway. you, have you
1: read if chins could kill?
0: Yes, ah, oh, so good. Uh huh, so good. Anyway, right, so we right. got our cop, Officer Trippet or Deputy Trippet. I'm sorry, he's not an officer just yet; he hasn't oh. earned it.
1: Of course, he hadn't. Uh huh. And did you notice the entire time he's running away? He's like, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> he just keeps we're saying, okay. Like I noticed because I always have the subtitles on when I watch these movies. Uh-huh. So it's just over and over again. Okay. 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 I see him running away from this leprechaun. And and again, this is when this, the fucking leprechaun starts teleporting.
0: hmm
1: like, Yeah. Like, this guy rides a fucking tricycle to the mental hospital. They apparently can teleport anywhere he wants. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. Um,
0: he's a cartoon and, character. Uh-huh.
1: Basically. And, like, yeah. they keep running around. The guy thinks he gets away. And eventually collapses against a tree. Um... And he starts, again, laughing. He's like, the cop's like, ha, 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 I think I got away from him. Um, uh, and then the leprechaun immediately drops on his head and snaps his neck. Which is kind of a lame ending to, like, the build-up to that kill. Yeah. Like, why Why did we even, like, why Why was that even a thing? Like, that was literally just <laughs> to add a kill to the movie.
0: Yeah. Um, and it wasn't even a creative kill, too. It was just kind of like a, eh, yeah, you dead. Yeah. Uh-huh. It, was, it, was,
1: it was sad. And, yep. yeah. So, <laughs> uh, the leprechaun, after do- dealing with that, he... Uh, makes his way back uh, to the house and now decides to go through the uh, house looking for the gold. And we get to see him kind of rip apart all the cupboards and he pulls out his knockoff Lucky Charms, which I think you had a story about.
0: Yes. Um, so this is pulled directly from IMDB that I'm going to pull up right now. And it seems fairly valid. So um, this scene uh, obviously required Lucky Charms to give proof. Um, he's uh, The leprechaun's kind of rummaging through the cabinets and then he pulls out a cereal box and then he just kind of throws it away um, after taking some bites out of it. Lucky Charms gave them permission to film the scene. And then once they saw the movie, they decided, yeah, no, that's not going to happen anymore. So they had to refilm film it. Um, and they replaced the brand name with a very obvious spoof. And I don't... I, I wrote it down. Lucky Clovers. They call it Lucky Clovers. Um and later on in the movie, they changed a the line from your luck just ran out to fuck you, Lucky Charms, as a fuck you to General Mills. The more right. you know. Do, 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 do. <laughs> And so
1: after that scene, we got like a weird transition. Like, like a, the, the weirdest, like worst transition ever. Like that kind of the screen flips over to the next scene transition uh-huh. that you can like do in <laughs> fucking PowerPoint. Yes. <laughs> just like, great. Um, Bunch and- of
0: $1 million, guys.
1: You know, you gotta use transitions. We can get I'm sure back then yeah. it was magical. Um, but then the Jennifer Nassi and them come home, uh, and they find a mess, and they're, and they're like, "You know, it could have been a bear." Meanwhile, all these fucking shoes are on top of the table. <laughs> um, and so they're like, "All right, that's kind of weird. There's shoes on the table, but apparently it was a bear." And uh-huh. we get a cut to an owl, and then a cut back to the cleaning. Yeah, uh, or the cleaning is finished. So it's a great, you know, great transition. Um, <laughs>
0: Uh, yeah. there was another great Nathan scene where he hands Lortoria Broom and he says, you know how to work with one of these, right? <laughs> <laughs> just like, dude, you're such a dick. Not he as really much of a dick is. as Alex, but you're such a dick.
1: <laughs> it's, it's clearly flirting back in the nineties.
0: Yeah. That's how it, well, it's middle school flirting where you basically just rip into the girl as much as you can. And then she'll want to rip into your pants. You know, Wait, you, gotta you gotta be alpha You gotta be alpha man. <laughs>
1: Um, but anyway, yeah. happens. Um, so, there so, is
0: one more scene in there, too, where um, da, 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 I think it's Ozzy. He says, we're like really scared. OK. And when he said that, like the tone and dialect he put on there sounded exactly like Shaggy from Scooby-Doo. And I wrote that in there. <laughs> That's awesome. That's it. That's all I got to say about that. Dude, this would be a
1: great Scooby-Doo movie. Can we just have the like, mystery ink come in contact with them? That'd be so good.
0: Jinkies. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That'd be so good. uh uh-huh. Yeah, Fred Um,
0: would definitely be the one that stuck his hand in there and get his, uh, yeah, inside the tree trunk. All right. Uh,
1: Anyway, so we get, like, while while they're hanging out there, I guess, I don't like why the tricycle bell is for some reason on the table, (laughs) Uh but the tricycle bell from before is on the table and it starts ringing, um, Mm -hmm. but nobody's touching it. So uh, Nathan kind of hears it out back, so he goes uh, to the kitchen and he uh, goes outside and somehow he gets caught in a bear trap. I, I didn't quite... Because it gets, like, on his leg. It's not just, like, on his foot. It's, like, on uh-huh. his leg. I don't yeah. know how, we, how that, he managed that. But uh, basically, the leprechaun runs up to him, and we just, like... <laughs> kind of taunts him, and, like, whips out a little hatchet and tries to hit him, but is terrible at it. Uh-huh. Um, and this is, like, one of the best parts in the movie, because Nathan just... He has a flashlight. He starts beating him with the flashlight. <laughs> and, like, all fear, you know, this neck-snapping, teleporting creature as it just gets beaten with the flashlight. And then uh-huh. I think Jennifer Aniston runs out and starts hitting him with, like, a bag or something. And it's, like... <laughs> Start gang beating uh, this little, uh, little creature. Yeah, um, at this point,
0: the leprechaun says something like, and, and I, I guess this has kind of happened before in the movie, but leprechaun says, You can't hurt me, you can't hurt me. And so I guess it's invulnerable to pain or something like that. So it's just like annoying? Yeah, I guess, because he doesn't really care that he's getting the shit beaten out of him. But yeah. But well, he's also and, not
1: like fighting back. Like he's not like winning. Uh
0: huh. <laughs> like, so I don't he... know, once again, is he dumb or is he just a cartoon character? We'll, we'll never know. But, uh-huh.
1: <laughs> but then uh, Nathan, you know, kind of gets his footing and shoots him
0: mm-hmm. and
1: uh, sends him flying off into a bush uh, yeah. while Ozzy goes to try to call the police and tells him the leprechaun's attacking and the police just like, nah, you're, you're an idiot and uh-huh. don't care, um, <laughs> which is great. Um, so they do that. They get the uh, bear trap off of him. Oh, hang
0: on. Hang on. Ozzy says, hey, there's a leprechaun attacking us. Call the police. Send the army. Send the navy, Marines, whatever it takes. We need everyone out here.
1: And we do get, like, a nice little scene where, like, know, the, uh, the, um, the, the cops, like, uh-huh. yeah, the police yeah. have that little kind of nice scene where they're like, hey, you know, it's Ozzy's sweet kid, but sometimes he kind of, yeah. which, like, it's, again, it's nice, but also disbelieving of a person is not appropriate just because they have a disability. Yeah. Um, so. Mm-hmm.
0: But, I mean, you know. this movie is not above misogyny. This movie is not above... I don't know. The only thing really it is respectful towards in this movie is the fact that Swark Davis has dwarfism and he's a leprechaun. And I don't feel like they, they don't make any short jokes. They don't make any hype jokes on that. Yeah. I mean, the leprechaun is a legitimate threat throughout the entire movie. So he's a very much an equal opportunity killer. It's That's cool. true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh-huh. Anyway, uh, so yeah, they decide to start leaving the home and getting the hell out of there. And they go ahead and they do that, and um, Leprechaun, it, well, first off, the truck won't start, and Alex goes on over, and Alex pops open the hood, and Leprechaun is in the hood. Oh, yeah. And that is foreshadowing to the fourth movie, <laughs> or fifth movie, uh-huh. Fifth movie, yep. 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 So uh, they all scramble back into the cabin of the trunk and the leprechaun breaks through the windshield and as fights him off with a paintbrush, Tori decides to use the cigarette lighter <laughs> mm-hmm. to destroy the le- or to kick the leprechaun back. And I wrote down in my notes right here. Um, it's a really awkward scene because Warwick Davis takes the cigarette lighter or Jennifer Aniston sticks it on his nose, but Warwick Davis like takes his hand, and presses it further onto his nose as it's burning him. Like He yep. doesn't immediately try to pull it off. He's just like, oh, God, this really hurts. I'm going to press it down more, which I guess he can feel pain. Um, there
1: you go.
0: Yeah. <laughs> well, the handicap so, times
1: it fires is apparently bad for him. So.
0: Oh, that's yeah, bad. that's right. Yeah, and that's how they get him in the end. Um, so we got that right there. Uh, Leprechaun goes on over, and then he goes into the barn, and then he comes back out with a go-kart and just flips the shit. Out
1: of him I, I do love how, how he comes out the go, go car the pitchfork on the front of it yes and instead of stabbing into the vehicle it just flips it over like and it like it like legitimately flips it like he doesn't uh-huh. like we see no impact on his part it just yeah. he touches it and it flips over
0: yeah yeah it's it's, it's, it's ridiculous there's hydro something there and I just I want the scene of him setting up the um do, 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 do setting up the pitchfork and you know putting all that together and welding it while we'll push it to the lemon plays in the background and we get a little montage <laughs> so
1: that's been awesome yeah uh but anyway he goes he goes over and finds the car and uh-huh. they like scooby-doo snuck out of there so he's like yeah. where do you guys go apparently i can teleport and find you anywhere else but and they're like, all poking their heads
0: away. over from the uh <laughs> they're all poking their heads from the top of the tree and they're just like do you think they seize us <laughs> Yeah. yeah. It's, it's very it's Scooby-Doo.
1: And then, you know, again, showing his threat, they all just decided to just run past him. <laughs> like, they all run past him back to the house. Um, and he gives chase, and then he closes the door in his hand, and he ends up using his little magical hand powers. Uh-huh. His hand kind of climbs back up the door and opens it for him, and then he reattaches it. So we a nice yeah. little scene there. Mm-hmm. Which is kind of cool, I guess.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so we got that right there. Um, and they're all hiding in the house, and... Um, Ozzy reveals that they have the last piece of the gold inside his stomach. And Ozzy, at this point, is trying to be the heroic sacrifice. He's just like, guys, this is all my fault. If I didn't swallow it because I'm so dumb, I would have gone ahead. Or we wouldn't be in this mess. Oh, no, uh, uh,
1: not, not all right. yet.
0: Okay, yeah, sorry. Uh, Ozzy reveals, yeah, sorry. Ozzy reveals they have the bag of gold. They haven't revealed that it's in the stomach just yet. Um, and Tori is the one who decides, I'll go out there. Nathan, I had pause on that name for a second. Nathan, um, is hurts uh, from the bear trap. So he hands Tori a gun, <laughs> and he goes, "You ever used one of these before?" And Tori just goes, "Nope." I love that. And <laughs> she
1: <I'm> my <laughs> <laughs> I my my notes say most badass nope ever with a gun. <laughs> <laughs> oh um, god, yeah. And, and this is also where we got that scene where uh, they try to the emotional thing where Alex is just like. We're going to use it to fix Ozzy's brain. Uh My notes literally say, What a fucking lying prick.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, fuck Alex. I
1: apparently apparently really, really hated Alex.
0: Oh, God. No, he's so hateable. He's so (laughs) punchable. Uh yeah, so she decides to go from to the well where um the Ozzy and Alex hid the gold before and brings the bucket back up. They see the bucket right there. Um they see the bag and then she takes it and Leprechaun shows up immediately. And he like uh, he fucking
1: teleports, like his his like veins yeah. appear, his skeleton appears, and he appears like is that what he does every time? <laughs> like is that is that is that his thing?
0: Yeah. Uh huh. I I guess it goes by Jason rules where like you're assuming he teleports, but obviously they never know show they would never show that to break suspension of disbelief. Um but yeah. And, then,
1: and then they're like, no, here's here's some teleporting right here. Boom.
0: <laughs> so Jennifer Aniston gives him the gold, but he doesn't just take the gold. He like teleports or telekinesis it into his hand. And she's just like a foot away, like he could easily just reached out a little bit more, but you had to show he, off
1: for yeah, the ladies. He's just
0: like, ha, my powers are returning.
1: Yes. <laughs> and he kisses her, doesn't he? It? it kisses her the leg or something?
0: Yeah, something like that. And then he says, okay. And then she goes and she runs back in and says, okay, we're good. Leprechaun's got his gold. We're all safe. Um. Then we cut back to the leprechaun sitting on the log they hid behind before.
1: Oh, no, and- no, he's he, oh. he's he goes all the way fucking back to the car where the gold was hidden in as if he knew it was there.
0: Oh, shit, that's right. He's, he's yes. in that old-ass
1: abandoned car. He goes all the way back to it. <laughs> like what yeah he, he's uh, like oh i guess this is a good place to put gold hmm.
0: yeah this is a good place to count the gold, and he counts every single piece and he counts it really slowly like one two three and then we spend 30 minutes of just him counting these gold pieces um i guess they need to extend the runtime somehow but eventually he realizes wait a second my gold is gone i got one missing piece they still have my gold Yes, and he decides to come on back and kick some ass. Uh, so yeah. this is when Leprechaun wages war on Christmas by sneaking in through the chimney. Um, he no, gets he, shot he, by. Th- no, he comes.
1: He comes to the fridge. Oh, oh yeah, he, he goes, comes to the fridge. They go fridge, to get uh, ice huh? on that for yes, uh,
0: yeah. And he and teleports inside the fridge and comes on up. Um, there's another wonderful Scooby Doo scene with the cabinets.
1: Oh, dude. <laughs> I love the line, so he gets in the cabinets, right? Uh-huh. and and you know, we know it's going to happen because we've seen these movies before, but Jennifer uh-huh. Addison just goes, "Oh my God, he's in the cabinets as if it was like a fucking fucking like ventilation system, and he was going like be all over the house <laughs> like, no guys, these are these are four wooden boxes attached to the ceiling, like theoretically. He can't go anywhere. Like, yes. Like, just walk over to the side and shoot through all of them at once or something. Like,
0: Uh-huh.
1: Like, like she she has so much terror about him being in the fucking cabinet. I'd be like, great, It's just run the opposite direction away from him. If he's, like, we know he's in the cabinets, run away. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, Jesus.
0: Uh, but yeah, like, they do this whole thing where she opens up the cabinets and then uh, Nathan shoots or points the gun inside the cabinet and like, nope, not that one. Let's try this one. Nope, not that one. Let's try this one. Nope, not that one. Well, where is he? Gosh, there has to be a better way.
1: <laughs> and well, and we, we get it. We get the greatest scene ever because Nathan goes over to the last one, points his gun, and then the the leprechaun reaches his hand out from underneath the cabinet below, like underneath the countertop, and grabs uh-huh. the balls. <laughs> <laughs> and gives him a nice little
0: squeeze. And I just, I'm so thankful that we still only have one episode where we have to talk about severed penises. (laughs) I'm still very, very happy about it. We have one episode with pieces where um, the very climax, or the very end of the movie is a man getting completely, his penis gets torn to shreds. And then we also have a lot of dog penis in Dude Bro Party Massacre 3, but I don't think there's any other penis in any of the other episodes we've done. I mean, there's a lot of phallic imagery in our lost uh, episode of Alien Covenant, but that's about it. That's true. Yeah. All yeah. right.
1: And actually, so here in my notes, I should talk about something that I meant to talk about earlier. Yes. So in my notes, a couple of times, I have the phrase, Jennifer Aniston's fucking shorts, because yes. <laughs> <laughs> her, her shorts in this movie confused the fuck out of me. <laughs> Like, and apparently it's not just me. If you Google search Jennifer Aniston shorts, there's a Facebook group dedicated to them.
0: (laughs) Okay, (laughs) so is it the the high-waistness of it? Is it the floral print of it? they're these
1: jean shorts, Uh and, you know, they kind of cut off at her crotch, and they had this weird, like, red piping down the line of the crotch, across the pockets. There might be some weird cutout of, like, a white owl on them. I can't quite tell. Uh, Or there's, like, a patch with, like, little stars on it. And then, kind of mid-thigh down, there is a, like, fish pattern with, like, a black background. (laughs) It's like the like it's the weirdest. I, I could not stop staring at them. Like, it's they're the weirdest, like most ninety shorts on earth. And like, I'm so glad that I'm not the only person who's noticed them because there's a Facebook group dedicated to them. Um, that was created. Let's see, when was it created? Created in 2016. Um,
0: yeah, 15 people who like it.
1: That's great. Jennifer Aniston's short in the Leprechaun movie. I'm gonna actually like it right now. So, <laughs> <laughs> I just liked it. We're great. Uh, because this is uh, ridiculous. These shorts yes. are, I'm so, like, I, I, maybe I just have a, I don't know, Maybe I am may have focus on weird things, but I could not stop uh-huh. being baffled every time they appeared on screen.
0: Okay, so I've reading this article from Screen Crush right now that says that there are flowered exercise shorts under short jean shorts. So she's wearing layers.
1: See, so, you no, know, see, I thought that's what it was too, but when she turned uh-huh. around, the jean shorts, the, the jeans appear again, like they kind of meld into the exercise shorts at one point.
0: Okay, and those so are not flowers.
1: flowers they're totally fish they are fish
0: they are fish look no, I could definitely and, and, and right the there. jean
1: seams go down the back to the side yeah what are That's these fair. who designed these were these specially made were these something you could buy
0: does she change shorts later on
1: are there people who cosplay her and spend a lot of time focusing on these shorts yeah I hope so
0: yeah man
1: I don't like, know like oh my god every angle you look at you're, there's this weird shit everywhere <laughs> Like I, just, I feel like the, the costume designer, they were just like, make some shorts for her. And she just, like, fucking went balls uh-huh. to the wall. Bought everything they had in Joanne's and tried to put it on uh-huh. her pants.
0: Yeah, no, the costume designer, obviously, this was their big break. And they wanted to really be noticed and go all out. And you know what? There's a Facebook group for 15 people. Well, 16 people now that like it. So, yep. you know, I, I'd say mission accomplished, costume designer, whoever you are. We're a great God community. God bless you. Yeah. <laughs>
1: And like, even on the back, she turns around. There's like a, there's, there's like a floral print. There's, okay, there's, there's like a pocket butt kind of thing. And there's like a floral print. It's half of it. Then there's some like yellow thing. And the other butt cheek has like red thing on it. Like, what is going on? What
0: All right, are these I am, I am saving this picture when we post this episode to Facebook. That's going to be the only picture. Right Thank now. God. I'm just going to put a whole bunch of question marks right around it. And that'll be that. All right.
1: All right. Sorry. I, I just... <laughs> that, that, that. That I could, oh, it was like I'm even kind of high oh, watching yeah. it, but like that's all I could focus on. <laughs> all, right. all right. Anyway, after, after so that. So
0: anyway, <laughs> where were we?
1: So so now is when he raids war on Christmas and pops down the chimney.
0: Yes. Um, um, he's got this amazing scene where they're at the end of the hallway, and it's like a T-shaped hallway, and he kind of goes back and forth on his skateboard, and like they're shooting at him over and over again, <laughs> oh like a, a, it's some sort of duck hunt game,
1: and he he says. Diddly diddly be, leprechaun is me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, we know, we know. Uh so eventually at this point, um, I don't know maybe I missed this point in the movie right there, but at some point they realize that this is the old old Grady house and old Grady is still alive.
1: Yeah. Um, I-, I assumed he was dead. That always surprised right. me every time I see this movie.
0: Yeah. And I don't know how the characters find out about it. Like, I honestly don't oh, remember.
1: Nathan knows. Nathan just like okay. like He was okay. like, oh, man, okay. Like, Mr. O'Grady knows? Okay, let's go talk to him. Because mm-hmm. they're like, Mr. O'Grady knows how to kill the leprechaun. Why, why do we know that he knows how to kill the leprechaun? We don't. We, we don't. <laughs> um, but, okay.
0: That works? Yep. All right, Cool. All right, so um, Jennifer Aniston, I'm, yeah, fuck names, I'm just going to Jennifer Aniston, um, so she decides to head away, uh, flee the house, and head towards the nursing home. And the leprechaun chases her on his third mode of transportation, uh, four if you count the go-kart, rollerblades. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> And I guess my favorite cinematography shot in this entire movie is when he's chasing her and just kind of loses control of his rollerblades and crashes into a fence. And once again, we get this Wile E. Coyote kind of imprint on there. And I'm just like, okay, we've gone full comedy at this point. This is wonderful.
1: Oh, and actually, is we if we just rewind this a little bit? Uh-huh. Um, so Jennifer Edison steals the car to uh, to get away. And yes. the way they get to this car, um, the way they get her to the car without the, the uh, leprechaun noticing, is they all kind of come out together, and they have this box full of shoes, and they just start... Tossing shoes, because as you know, a leprechaun cannot resist polishing shoes, given that they were cobblers <laughs> in their past lives. Um, so we get this great scene of him just running back and forth, picking up a shoe, polishing it for a few seconds, dropping it, running over to the next shoe, picking up and polishing it. And it's ridiculous. Um, and it's so fucking weird and awkward. And then she just drives away while he's distracted with the shoes, because you know he yes. can't help himself. Yep. Which makes me think, like, I feel like they could have used that shoe thing in a lot of different ways later on, like, to set a trap mm-hmm. for him, if apparently he just cannot resist Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah, but he's basically like a dog like if you were to have a dog and throw him different toys and the dog kind of picks one up and runs the next one one. it was like that is Uh the same thing
0: Yeah, when they're hunting from the four leaf clover they can just go ahead and be like okay let's toss him a shoe and then when he gets bored or shoes it all I just toss him another shoe just keep going over and over again and And like I
1: feel like if you have a very dirty soiled shoe it'll take him longer to clean it
0: yeah you know or what you can do is you know he can clean the shoe and then he'll put it to the side and then you toss another shoe about 10 feet away he'll run over to that shoe um Clean that up, but while he's doing that, you can go back over to the original shoe and just rub it in the dirt. And you know, uh Nathan and Ozzy could be on shoe duty, and then Alex and Tori could be on clover duty. And perpetually, that's how you could do it. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Man, we saw. We would be really good in surviving a horror movie.
1: Well, we, we we could at least survive like leprechauns.
0: Yeah. 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 We're fucked if it's Jason. Yeah, Jason. We're just anyway. Fucked.
1: <laughs> we just keep running. We'll just keep running. We've been running a lot. We good.
0: Yeah. Uh, I would say we'll power walk. Like, we yeah. can just power walk faster than him.
1: That's true. No, no need to tire ourselves.
0: Yep. <laughs>
1: he does run sometimes, though, depending on the movie. So, Yeah.
0: Anyway. right. Cool. So, um, yeah. So, she heads to the nursing home, and she meets up with the O'Grady, and O'Grady says, there's only one way to kill a leprechaun. And then he turns around, and it's the leprechaun. And he says, and I'm not going to tell you how to kill me. And we get into our second cartoon part of this movie, uh, Wacky Races, where he, Leprechaun, is chasing around Jennifer Aniston in this hospital. In a wheelchair. Um, in a wheelchair. And, like, there's tires screeching, of, you know, smoke's going up, it's initial D soundtrack running in the 90s. It's, uh Now, I did have in my notes right here, like, I don't know about you, but this whole section of this nursing home the cinematography is really good.
1: Yeah, it's pretty well done. Like,
0: like, I was just like, did they hand the cameraman off to someone else? Because this totally does not fit with the rest of the movie at all. This is so much higher quality than the rest. Well, it was like, weird.
1: It's the only time we really get movement too, because you don't have. Because have, I think they also realized that having Warwick Davis move around too much as like a little person mm-hmm. will probably get yeah. a lot of kind of the fear out of it. But Being able to just have him fly down on a wheelchair probably creates a lot more dynamic
0: scenes. I guess so, too, but, like, I remember they use a Dutch angle. They do a lot of zoom-in shots. Like, there's some really, like, creative camera work in here, and I was really shocked. I was like, oh, okay, well, this is where they're blowing their load. Sounds good. (laughs) Um, So, Jennifer rushes into the elevator where she meets the real O'Grady, who is hanging upside down, and he tells her the secret to destroy the leprechaun. You need to put a four-leaf clover. That's the only thing that's going to kill him.
1: Which, again, I wonder, like, why was Mr. (laughs) O'Grady in the fucking Elevator, like, did the leprechaun literally pick him up and drag him all over there and stuff him up there? Like, I feel like he could have done other things with him, just like, you know, hide underneath the bed. Like,
0: yeah,
1: that was a lot (laughs) of effort. And also, he's alive still. Why would he keep him alive? He hasn't done that yet.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's uh, yeah, I have nothing to say to that statement because I completely agree. (laughs) I'm,
1: I'm, I don't, whatever, right? Cool, anyway, yeah, anyway,
0: the important thing is Alex is a dickhead. Yep,
1: Alex is Uh... a dick, done.
0: (laughs) All right, and then, um, so after that, um, armed with the knowledge of how to defeat this leprechaun, they head on back to the house to have our climax of the movie. And how does that fall down? How does how do those cards lay?
1: Um, so they go look for a four-leaf clover, and they obviously, like, green lit. There's, like, a green light on this patch of grass, which is where the clovers mm-hmm. are. Um, <laughs> so they try to find that, and a uh, leprechaun appears behind them and says, little girl shouldn't look for four-leaf clovers. Uh, and at this point, she runs away because she, like, I don't know, runs away uh, and finds the dead cop again. Which, at this point, I was, in my notes, I'm just kind of like, why, why do we keep seeing this dead cop? Like, they keep cutting to him. And it's like, we know he's dead. Stop. Stop yes, cutting to him. He uh, was
0: not a, besides his name, he was not a very memorable character at all.
1: Like, really, he wasn't. Uh-huh. Um, and so uh, while she's doing this and running away, uh, we get Alex, who is making his own plan. And he is picking up the bear trap because he's like, I can get him. I'm not afraid. I can do this. So he uh, grabs the bear trap, goes into the um, goes into the barn, and I always hope here that he'll die, but it, uh-huh. unfortunately it does not happen. Um, and we kind of cut back to Jennifer Aniston, again, looking for the clover. She comes back to the same patch. Uh-huh. And Ozzy gives us this great line where you have to believe in four-leaf clovers. And she gives us like anger, like, look, I believe God! And then she finds it. <laughs> and my question is, like, do you have to actually believe or do you have to say you believe? It's kind of like that thing of God where it's kind of like, you know, either like you know, you have to just confess your sins and doesn't matter if you feel bad about them. Like,
0: yeah, I'll sin as much as I want. I'll confess later. Whatever.
1: Like, like, clearly, belief is just stating it. it doesn't actually have to uh-huh. be something you actually feel. Um, yeah, she finds it. Um, like, and so the leprechaun attacks Alex, um, and Ozzy runs in and is like, no, and they kind of, you know, he tries to fight him, uh, and Ozzy's like, yo, bro, I got the gold. Like, leave the kid alone. Again, foolish decision. Let him die.
0: Uh-huh. Um,
1: and he, um, Ozzy runs away and Leprechaun runs by him and kicks Nathan in the leg on his way by just to, like, be a dick. Because Nathan's, like, still here from the, um... The bear trap. Yeah, from the bear from trap. trap. Yeah. And Leprechaun hops on his back and whips the buckle off of his boot and starts cutting Ozzy in the face with it. Um, and I'll, I'll, let, I'll let you, uh, tell how he gets defeated, but I love it, before he defeats him, uh... Alex runs up and goes, don't worry, I'll save him in one second. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah,
0: just, you know, hand in there, buddy.
1: <laughs> so how, how do you take him down? What, what, is, what does your buddy Alex do?
0: So Alex takes out his sling shots, and he takes out a lot of gum from his mouth, and he merges the four-leaf clover with the gum and turns it into one big clover paste, sticks it to his sling shot, aims carefully, looks at the leprechaun, says, hey, leprechaun, And then fires a perfect shot. Whoa, what does he say? What does he say? Oh, he says, fuck you, Lucky Charms.
1: Bang! Ooh, yeah. (laughs) So good.
0: Yep. So Leprechaun at this point is completely weakened. And he is just, oh my god. And he backs up into the well. And he falls on down. And the day is saved. Except, (gasps) plot twist. The skeleton decides to come back up of the leprechaun and says, give me my gold. <laughs> and I love this because Dathan just kind of casually walks on over and goes, okay, and I just kicks him back down. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> He's just like, all right, whatever, and just like pushes him right back down into the well, takes out the gasoline, just starts pouring it all over, lights a match, and just tosses it in there like, fuck this, I'm done, it's been a long day, let's grab a beer, everyone.
1: <laughs> yep. And then all the cops show up. Yeah. The cops kind of pull up.
0: Yeah, um, and then the army and the navy and the marines, you know, and Ozzy's really really excited about it all, and
1: yeah. <laughs> and yep, and then uh, basically the credits end there, right? That's what we get. We get one last line from uh, the uh, Leprechaun. He says, "I shall not rest until my magic breaks." Right? I shall not rest until I get my magic that breaks my spell. <laughs> like, what?
0: Uh-huh. Like, and then if, they're just like, oh, there's no way there's going to be six more sequels to this. Like, no way.
1: What is the spell? Is, is the spell death? Is the spell fire? What is the spell that, that needs to be broken?
0: Uh-huh.
1: I, I can't remember how the second one starts off. I'll have to watch it again. Um, yeah. <laughs> but, you know, uh, great, great movie. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, it definitely leans more towards comedy than horror on this one. Like, I don't know. I was expecting a little bit. Like, I was expecting cheese. Mm-hmm. I definitely, definitely was, but I was expecting a lot of creative leprechaun kills. I was expecting a few more leprechaun quips.
1: That, that's a lot more in the sequel, so we'll get a lot of that. Uh-huh. Um,
0: yeah, Basically, I, I think what it was, was I was expecting Nightmare and Elm Street, but with a leprechaun.
1: Well, it, it, this actually is, because Nightmare on Elm Street 1, there aren't as many quips. The, Nightmare on Elm Street 1 is very
0: basic. Um, yeah, but the kills are a lot more crit- I guess that's what really killed me about this one, because the body count is really four. We have the old lady falling down the stairs... We have the policeman getting his neck twisted off. We have the Pogostec death, which is kind of creative, I guess. And then we, yes, we have old Grady at the very end of the nursing home. Yeah. And that's about it. None of them, like, really stand out. None of them are really memorable. And I don't know. I guess I see my slasher films just to see people getting created, killed in creative ways.
1: Well, that's why part of me wonders, uh, like, because it said that they did some race to make it more gory. I wondered mm-hmm. if at first it was supposed to be like for a younger audience. It was supposed mm-hmm. to be kind of like a Gremlins like film where there's not a lot of death, and the death that is there isn't super like shown. Yeah. And then they kind of reshot because the only gory scenes we really get mm-hmm. are well, actually the only one we really get is the pogo stick. Yeah, but the other ones aren't very gory, so I wonder if they just reshot that one scene.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, everyone else is just you know face gets bloodied up or something like or that, like neck crack. So, like
1: it's not really super bad, and mm-hmm. they could even cut away for that for like to make it a younger kind of audience. So mm-hmm. I kept kind of wondering if this was originally intended for a younger audience and they kind of mm-hmm. tried to make it a little bit more uh, ballsy to maybe grab, grab a, an older, like a you know teenage
0: crowd. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: All right, cool. All right. Yeah, but overall, I thought it was okay. Um, I really like Warwick Davis in the role. I, I mean, there were definitely some lines that were just so super cheesy and um, Jennifer Anderson does a decent job in this movie. Like, cracking's bad, but it sells it very, very well mm-hmm. um, in terms of the tone they're going for. Um. But yeah, that's that.
1: Would you uh, Would you watch the sequels? Would you say?
0: Um. Well, currently I'm looking at the Wikipedia page for Leprechaun Two, and it holds a approval rating of zero percent on Rotten Tomatoes. I so. think most of them do. Yes, obviously. So zero percent for Leprechaun Two. I think.
1: I think like Back to the Hood had one of the highest ones. Or no, no. Uh
0: Zero for Leprechaun Three. Zero for Leprechaun Four in space. 25 for Leprechaun in the Hood. What? That was a Renaissance period, uh, and da, 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 25 for Leprechaun back to the Hood. And then Leprechaun Origins. You say to skip that one.
1: How or, much? What, what what's this rating though? I want gotta know.
0: Is zero percent. Thank
1: God. <laughs> Thank God.
0: And then they don't even have Leprechaun um, Returns. Returns. Uh, we could be we could be PH for that yet.
1: Oh, I gotta say, uh-huh. like it. So Leprechaun Returns is kind of that's kind of what like Halloween does. Uh-huh. where they, it's a direct sequel. Like, mm-hmm. it opens up this weird montage of kind of the, the leprechaun dying from the first film, and Aussie's back mm-hmm. in it, and it mm-hmm. has Jennifer Addison's daughter. Um, so it's interesting. Um, it's, hmm. it's a different actor instead of Warwick Davis, which is kind of unfortunate. He is, or has a really annoying yeah. voice. Um, which I don't, I don't get, because I'm pretty sure, like, Warwick Davis is still alive, right?
0: Yeah, he's still around. He was. In, he's in Star Wars, actually. Yeah. He's one of the minor characters in... Um... <clears throat> Oh, God, what's uh, the goggle lady from Force Awakens?
1: Oh, yeah, in the Degabot scene yeah. or whatever? No, the Degabot. Yeah, like um,
0: yeah, but anyway, he plays a background character in that one, so. Oh. Yeah, he's still around, he's still acting, he's still doing his stuff. Oh, I wish he would have his
1: role, because that would have been sick.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm, exactly. Maybe he just knew uh, his shit,
1: so he didn't want to be in it.
0: Maybe. Yeah, that's how it goes. All right, so that is Leprechaun. Any closing thoughts on that one?
1: Uh Fucking look at pictures of Jennifer Aniston shorts.
0: Absolutely. No, I'm gonna spend a lot of time researching that one. Like they're
1: they're so confusing. Yeah. Like I really want someone to recreate them and then like wear them to like like a horror con or something and everyone will know who they are.
0: (laughs) No, they are very distinctive.
1: They're they're ridiculous.
0: It's like very nineties and it's just
1: God. Like it's like I literally I don't know if the director like told them to do that or the costumes that designer was just like, yo guys, I got some shorts. Like, uh-huh. did they make this movie purely around those shorts and they just need to create a plot that involved them was that their concept yeah. they're like proof of concept shorts. like oh shit this is going to be great <laughs> That's and that's what happened like they're possibly they're yeah, insane
0: that's that right there um, I do love the fact that when this movie was re-released after Jennifer Aniston became a massive massive star so the original poster is just that very classic leprechaun opening up the door that's right behind him. otherwise it's just the entire things in darkness but what they did is they one. added it uh huh um, they added her face, uh, Jennifer Aniston's face, onto it, and she's like three times the size of the Leprechaun. Oh yeah, um, and she's given the shock face. So and
1: well, then every Star two, Power, and then every other one after that, every other of these remake covers is lepre- is just Warwick Davis heck, hemming mm-hmm. it up in front of the camera.
0: Yes, it's, it's great. and that's the way it should be.
1: Leprechaun Origins, <laughs> which is like a weird hand holding melting gold or something, and it looks uh-huh. like crap. Um, <laughs> but also, uh, I bought this movie on Voodoo, um, mm-hmm. so I already owned a Leprechaun in the Returns because when it came out, I had to mm-hmm. see it uh for some reason um but I, you can buy all seven of the original films uh for 9.99 on voodoo right now so oh, not too bad if you want to own that, is that a st
0: patrick's day special I or believe is that just so. kind of them giving up
1: i, I don't know when i first thought it was 9.99 i'm like oh is it worth it to buy one movie for 9.99 like, it could be it's kind of a fun movie and then i was like oh all seven of them
0: Hell oh yeah. that's no brainer that's oh yeah i like, I, you
1: know. I was so happy to have them all well.
0: It's like a buck fifty per movie. Yeah. yeah no, I'd say this movie a for a buck fifty. Film. It's worth a buck fifty. Yeah.
1: Like I think it's it's a good thing to show around Saint Patrick's Day, especially when you kind of get tired of the whole drinking all the time thing. Yeah. I mean, it's it's a nice alternative.
0: Alright, cool. Alright, um, so once again, uh, this has been Primitive Screwheads Talk Horror Movies. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, once again, I'm going to say this twice, because they rock. What? Thanks to Teddy's Atlas for the um, our theme song, Horror Movie Story. You can get that off the album, Children of the Corn. Um, and you can get Jennifer's Aniston Shorts um, at Abercrombie & Fitch, I'm assuming. I'm going to spend a lot of time researching that and post that to the Facebook group. Um, our next movie, I don't think we've 100% decided just yet, although I did talk about... Going over to Asia for a little bit. I'm game. What are you thinking about that one right there? And I'm thinking, I'm really disappointed that they never finished painting this house. So let's go to another house. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to leave it at that. Okay. Alrighty. So uh, thank you so much for listening, and we will catch you next time. Bye. (laughs) Reminds you of that movie, The Leprechaun. You remember with that little oh, guy yeah. who goes, "I'm the Leprechaun." <laughs> Scarf, I'm the Leprechaun. Cool it, okay. I'm the Leprechaun. Stop it, all right. Don't try and steal <laughs> me, Potako. Stop it. Uh-